Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome on in. Quick reaction video here. Clayton Safey and Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. Breaking news out of Ann Arbor. University of Michigan has accepted three-game suspension for head coach Jim Harbaugh. We'll get right into it here. We're reacting just minutes after the news, so bear with us. But here's a statement from the University of Michigan. Quote, this morning, the, uni- the university, Coach Harbaugh, and the Big Ten resolved their pending litigation. The conference agreed to close its investigation, and the university and Coach Harbaugh agreed to accept the three-game suspension. Coach Harbaugh, with the university's support, decided to accept this sanction to return the focus to our student-athletes and their performance on the field. The conference has confirmed that it is not aware of any information suggesting Coach Harbaugh's involvement in the allegations. The university continues to cooperate fully with the NCAA's investigation. Anthony, I'll give my just quick first thought here, and then you know we can obviously get more into it. First... I think when you're looking at this and you're Michigan and you're going into the hearing tomorrow, which is obviously is not going to happen anymore, you're thinking the NCAA is expediting this investigation. The NCAA is sharing all of its information with the Big Ten. You could go along here if you get the temporary restraining order. The Big Ten could still come in with further punishments. They could still take them out of the college football playoff or disqualify them from the Big Ten championship if stuff comes out. Right now, you agree to this settlement saying, hey, you back off with this real-time investigation. Let the NCAA process play out. We'll accept the uh, the suspension for Jim Harbaugh. He could return for the Big Ten Championship game if they make it. From that standpoint, it makes sense. Um, but I'm sure a lot of fans are frustrated, too, that they feel like their Michigan might have been caving here. Um, and not necessarily sure that's that's the case. But obviously, we're, we're reacting right after this happened. Yeah, it's crazy because when you have, some, you know, for weeks, even as early as Monday, you know, you hear that Michigan's ready to go, you know, quote unquote, go to the mattresses over this thing. And Jim Harbaugh wants his day in court and all the all of those types of things. So when we have this sort of 11th hour pivot to something entirely different, which is that Jim Harbaugh will not coach the rest of the regular season, could come back for a Big Ten championship game, could come back for the postseason college football playoff or whatever that looks like at this point. But when you have that type of an abrupt change, I think for a lot of people, you can maybe use your imagination on the reason that could be. I mean, is there, you know, the Big Ten, ex, you know, explicitly states there is no evidence currently still that links Jim Harbaugh to this. But is there something else with other staffers? Is there a receipt? Something like, I don't know. It's complete speculation. But I think that this type of 11th hour adjustment lends itself to speculation. And I'll say this too. I think. You, you look for the silver linings. I mean, it's not, there is no positive for it in terms of 
how it affects Jim Harbaugh, how it affects Michigan. Like not having him there the next two weeks is huge. I mean, I know they got by last week, which which we actually record. He said in the podcast that we recorded a little earlier was that great timing. In fact, the, the fact that they were able to go out and win a game last week probably again. First off, first and foremost, winning the game was the number one objective, but also kind of hurts your legal defense that there was irreparable harm uh, that was done to to the program based on the decision that was made last week. So I think that it's important now that the focus is on this team, on the kids. Uh, I mean, young men, they're not kids, but a lot of guys came back to this team from last year citing unfinished business. And the fact of the matter is that all of that is still on the table for them. They have Sharon Moore was able to lead them to a victory at Penn State. Jesse Minter has basically been the head coach on defense already throughout the season. So, you know, from an on-field standpoint, it's tough to say, but I'll just say this. I mean, November 25th, the school down the road got everything it could have possibly asked for out of this. Yes. Outside of the Big Ten just outright naming them Big Ten champions or that they win that game. So, for me, that's uh, you just got to put your head down and play football. Yeah, and, and as we said, I mean, so three game suspension. He already served one. You got Maryland, Ohio State. Obviously, extremely disappointing for Michigan fans. And I know you know the coaches and players have talked about that. They want him on the sideline. Would be extremely disappointing that he's not going to be there, especially for the Ohio State game, potentially the thousandth win this weekend. Um, but you do have one game under your belt, like in in this situation. And you had three games earlier on in the season in this situation against lesser opponents, but without Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines, he'll still be able to coach during the week. He'll still be able to travel to college park this weekend. He'll still be able to, you know, see the team off the team buses. And uh, you know, as they leave from the hotel, I mean, it's basically the same setup, except this week you're not waiting on a court injunction potentially that he could be out there. So then now they know going into these next couple of games, what the situation is. I think that can help a little bit. And they got the monkey off their back and that not, you know, maybe not the right, term to use, but like just the fact that they were able to prove to themselves they could do this in these type of situations uh, in a big game against Penn State on the road where there was noise outside of the program and inside of the stadium, um, I think it's big for this team. But do have to just kind of reiterate here the, the part of the statement that I'm sure is one of the most important parts of the people listening is that, again, the conference has confirmed that it is not aware of any information suggesting Coach Harbaugh's involvement into the allegations. So not a ton has changed from his standpoint, but I think probably with the conversations and there were conversations between the big 10 and Michigan coming in all week about a potential settlement, the big 10 probably kept hammering the point home that if we, if we find more and not just on Harbaugh, but maybe throughout the program or, you know, as just more information on what they already know is actually come to light, then, Hey, we can continue to keep up our investigation. We can, tack on more punishments. And I think that's something that Michigan decided, Hey, okay, let's, let's back down at this point. Um, and another key point is that it does say that coach Harbaugh agreed um, or coach Harbaugh decided to accept the sanction with the university's support. Um, you know, if you're looking at long-term stuff here with Jim Harbaugh as well, obviously you hope that's the truth that, you know, he accept, he wanted to do this and he wasn't, uh, you know, kind of forced into it because um, you know, you want to keep him here for a long time. You want to keep him happy and, and feel supported. Well, and again, it comes back to, I know that there, there's been some consideration on what Jim Harbaugh wants. How do you keep Jim Harbaugh happy? But, you know, this is a lot bigger than him too. I would argue, you know, if you want to do right by, again, 
there was no scenario where even with the idea that this would be a hearing on Friday where there was a back and forth and there was still some um, fluidity to what could happen. You can't put that team on a plane again, not knowing who its head coach is this, at least this week. So for me, I think that um, I think there was an understanding of that from Michigan's administration. I'm sure to a certain extent with Jim Harbaugh, there's an understanding of that as well. Now the question for me here now is that what, is there anything more that comes from this? Because we assume with this being an open NCA investigation at this point, I, I assume the burger gate, the recruiting violation stuff and the sign stealing that all is going to get lumped into one file or one dossier uh, for ultimately something to be passed down. And what you have now is a three game suspension that was self imposed by the school. And you have a big 10 imposed three game suspension for the sign stealing stuff. So for me, I, there was talk back in the fall that the, the NCA still wasn't really happy with that. Maybe they wanted to tack on another game or two. And I still think maybe that's something that could be on the table. But I do think in terms of, you know, the show cause stuff, in terms of the, the lengthy suspensions, I would have to think six games served might satiate that from an NCA perspective. But I wouldn't be surprised. We'll see what happens. But for now, no Maryland, no Ohio State. And it just... It sets up that scenario, Clayton, where maybe two weeks from Saturday, we're back in Indianapolis. Jim Harbaugh is back with the team, and there's that potential Big Ten championship trophy handoff between Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti and Jim Harbaugh, which is fascinating to me. And it's still on the table, so we'll see where it goes. But got to win these next two games. Yeah, and a couple key points, too to what you said is it, it's still going to be interesting because the NCAA process uh, investigation is ongoing, obviously. I mean, what, what are they really going to find? Like, um, you know, and, and really they have to interpret their own rules. A lot of it comes down to how they interpret bylaw eleven six one, which says that university personnel cannot off campus in-person scout future opponents in the same season. I mean, it might still be a gray area. Like, I don't want to jump to, okay, they might have a little evidence or whatever. And obviously they have Connor Stallions. He no longer has a job, but I don't necessarily want to jump to the conclusion that this was some major rule or that really it was even broken. Um, you know, that, that could take months, if not years to totally determine and maybe multiple court cases down the road. And two, yeah. um, yeah, the, like the minor competitive advantage or minimal competitive advantage that the NCAA's own wording use. Like, I, I still think so far, like the last couple of weeks, we've been so focused on the Big Ten aspect of things that, you know, we haven't talked as much about the big picture and what is actually being alleged here. Um, so that's important mm -hmm. to note, too. And, and none of us know how the NCAA will determine that or, or interpret their own bylaws or how that would hold up in court if it got to that. So there's still so much out there, I guess, is my point that we don't know and that we may have to wait a long time to, to find out. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of lawyering that takes place over the next several weeks, months, and maybe even years, uh, because again, I just, I don't know how you quantify competitive advantage from stealing signs. Again, if it was a team that was on the lesser rung of the conference ladder, then uh, again, it's, there's just so many factors in at play here. So really it is fascinating. Um, I have a feeling that if there's some something more of an institutional punishment that comes down to Michigan by the NCAA, I mean, I, I think that's going to take a while. I really do. I don't think that's something that just get, gets wrapped up by the winner. I think there's a lot of work that goes into that. And quite frankly, 
the elephant in the room, I think that that punishment may not even come down until the potential of Jim Harbaugh not even being at Michigan anymore. So a lot still to sift through here in the here and now. Jim Harbaugh not with the team these next two weeks. or He'll be with the team, just not on the sidelines with for, them. He really just won't be with them for three and a half hours, which is the crazy part. I know. And, okay, really, really quick, last point here. Did you see that Tony and Nice from – Ferris State is suspended for a playoff game because his players were yes. smoking in the locker room last. Okay, so cigars after still, a win. Yeah, the National cigars after win. He could still buy a ticket and be in the stadium. So I want. Is that something that's on the table? I don't know. Because yeah, it's not a. I, and this isn't even an NCAA suspension for Harbaugh. Yeah. So maybe maybe he can't, or maybe that means he could. I don't know. I think I saw you say this, Clay. It's probably more likely he fires up the YouTube TV, the quote unquote the YouTube TV over at John Harbaugh's house. Of course. Oh. Uh, in John Harbaugh's neck of the woods here in Maryland this weekend. So it's going to be interesting. Um, a lot of twists and turns in this story. Uh, last week, no problem. Temporary restraining order. They've got the they've got what they need there. He'll be back on the field Saturday. Then it was, oh, well, maybe not this Saturday, maybe for Maryland. And now it's we're here. We're where we are now. So keep 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 patient. Keep calm. Well, uh, follow here, here's Rick Wolverine. Yeah, follow us at the Wolverine. But here's what I would say, though, is keep calm. But, like, there actually is going to be reason to be calm for a while because the Big Ten's done. They're done with their yeah. investigation now. Um, so there's not going to be any more real-time punishment for this Michigan team. Any punishment that comes down would be from the NCAA in the form of a notice of allegations. Michigan would have 90 days to respond. We all know 90 days from now is what? Um, you know, it, the season's over. So this season is going to be unaffected yeah. outside of Jim Harbaugh being uh, gone for the next two games. I want to finish with this because I have a minute and a half left. My call that I was supposed to be on got pushed back five minutes. So I got a couple minutes. <laughs> Here's the thing. Ryan Day is going to face Sharon Moore next Saturday in the game. There's a ton of pressure on Ryan Day. Is there more pressure now on Ryan Day to win? Because like James Franklin, like you can't lose to a team that doesn't have a coach. You can't lose to an acting head coach when you've already gotten embarrassed fair and square by Michigan the last two years, now there's more pressure on him because he has to win. And if he does win, fair or not, there's a semi-excuse, and not even just an excuse, just the fact of the matter is that not having Jim Harbaugh would hurt Michigan. So either way, it's kind of a weird spot if you're Ryan Day. But like you said, I mean, Ryan Day, if he was behind a lot of this, then he got exactly what he wanted, and and it seems like a a weak and, and cowardly way to go about things. Well, I'll end on this. Regardless of what happens, Jim Harbaugh will still be two and one against Ryan Day after the game they play the game this year. So that might. But if he wins, his, then, then they're going to count it as his win, though. <laughs> well, you know, we can. You want to move po- goalposts? We'll move goalposts. We can do that. Um, but yeah, I, it's it's going to be fascinating. And all that you can really say about that is that if you if if you're an Ohio State Buckeye and you wanted a shot at Jim Harbaugh with. Uh, to quote Rich Eisen, it's ripped out root and branch with the, the sign ceiling stuff. Harbaugh's not even there. All right. Have at it. Uh, Bet. But I would, I, would, I would caution you against just thinking you have that wrapped up because this team is going to play with their hair on fire for whoever's on that sideline. It might be Ben. Maybe they put the headset on Ben Herbert and Sharon Moore passes it off. I, whoever it is, that team's going to be ready next weekend. And I've said that a few times here this week. I agree with you. I agree with you. Well, that is our reaction here 
as AB said, keep it locked at the Wolverine.com special offer for podcast listeners and viewers on the YouTube channel. Promo code UM1 gets you two months of premium access for just $1 for the two months over at the Wolverine.com with all of our premium access. We're going to continue to follow this story, obviously. And AB's in College Park. I'm headed to College Park on Friday. We're going to be covering the game. Going to be a fun weekend of football and crab cakes in Maryland. And we will see everyone next time.